0: Podcasting from anywhere other than a jail cell, this is Soberholic, a podcast created to encourage, equip, and inspire you to overcome your hurts, habits, and hang-ups. And now, your show hosts, Roger and Jason.
1: Welcome back, Soberholics, to another episode of Soberholic. I'm Roger, and I'm here with Jason. Yeah. So you ready to do this thing? I'm ready. Let's do it well, let me set this up for. Us. so here's what I was doing this week um Of course, on facebook we're we're you know members in a lot of different groups, and on one of those groups, a question came up that began talking about uh slips versus relapse, and that led me to actually texting you what your thoughts and opinions were on the idea and as we began to talk, it sounded like you know maybe there could be some I don't know what's the word for it. We
0: don't see eye to eye exactly yeah, on
1: it. Maybe that's the way to say it. Now, that could be wording. That could be whatever. I don't really know, but we'll find out. Yeah, I, I wanted to kind of talk about this because I, I do hear this a lot. I've heard it from sponsees and others about, you know, well, I, I didn't relapse. It was just a slip. And so I, I guess probably that's a common thing that a lot of people talk about. I actually posted this on our Facebook page as well. A few back, weeks back into or a few days back, and did a Facebook poll. Do you are you happen looking at that?
0: Right I'm looking now? at it right now. What
1: was the results on that?
0: Oh, on the poll. Yeah. Um, I think it was it uh, was most the, the majority of people think that there is a diff there is no difference between a slip and a relapse, that right. they're both the same thing,
1: right? Right. Yeah, the the question was is a rela is. Is a relapse and or a slip the same thing? And 71% said yes. And that's what I lean to. Um, I believe that a a slip and a relapse is the same thing. But, of course, when you don't know the the answer to something, the best place to go in today's time is Google. Google will teach you anything. In fact, if you are sick, Google will tell you that you are dying.
0: Did you know that? Every time
1: it's always cancer. (laughs) You're always on your deathbed with Google. But what I, I simply Googled um, slip versus re, um, versus relapse, and I came across this article from Bradford Health. And this is actually the rehab that I went to to get sober. Right, yeah. It, did you ever go there?
0: I went there, yeah. I thought
1: they were just here in Alabama, but it seems like they're more national, aren't they? Oh, really? They? Uh, well, so there's
0: I, more than – I thought there were just a few in Alabama, and that was it.
1: Well, I thought so, but yeah. it seems to be a pretty big deal. And I don't know that for sure. I'm just assuming that. Cool. But the, the article here is, what is the difference between a slip and a relapse? And so we're going to kind of take some of the talking points out of this, maybe not exactly what the article says, right. for our discussion. Now, uh, slip versus relapse is kind of the debate here. But it talks about in here that most addiction professionals distinguish between a slip and a relapse by that intention. It goes on to say that a a slip is a a single planned, unplanned use of alcohol or drugs. And uh, a relapse happens when the recovery plan is completely abandoned. And it kind of goes into this little um, illustration or a Francis of of talking about someone that maybe is on a diet. Mm -hmm. And that if you're off with your friends and you happen to take, you know, jump in and, and eat this piece of cake, but then you get right back to your diet, then that would be considered a slip. But if you begin going to the convenience stores and buying, you know, candy and just, just going... went on a spree. Yeah, tubs of ice cream, <laughs> and you just completely abandon your diet, then that is considered a relapse.
0: Right. That sounds right to me. Yeah, see, I don't. I, 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 don't, I don't see it that way. So, to me, like ty- like, your frequency of use is not what I'm talking about is the difference. So, like, to me, the frequency of how much you're using whatever substance it is is not what determines whether it's a slip or a relapse. I like what they say in the article that it's the intention. No. So, like, there was there was some times where, like, whenever I was trying to get sober, but I wasn't really, where I, I like, I allotted myself, like, one time a week, I could smoke weed. You know, just once a week just, just once a week, just right. on Thursday, I don't remember what day it was, but it was just like just on Thursdays, I was allowed to do it or and I've done I did that with other drugs too. Now was I slipping no, I hadn't I, and I wasn't relapsing either because I had never even had a lapse, right. you see what I'm saying so like and then there was other times when I was like on probation and I had to get drug tested once a month, where like as soon as I would go get drug tested at my probation officer. Like that afternoon, I would go and and use because I know it'd be it be cleared out of my system again by the next, whatever. But my point is, I wasn't relapsing, but it wasn't slip either because I had never, I had never lapsed. I had never really quit. So you'd never really been in recovery. I was not even actually in recovery, mm-hmm. and so it doesn't really matter to me, like if you've been you know, sober for a whole month, and then you, you know, you, you, you use or you drink or do whatever, and then the next month you do the same thing, and then, so, if if you are, I, to me, it's it's more about regularity. If you're regularly using, or whatever it is, then I don't think you've ever actually lapsed.
1: Okay, so here's kind of what – and I'm thinking about all this in my head. And, of course, I feel like I'm fixing to say two different things. Um, But, you know, we talk a lot of of different situations. Like, if you was to take this in the context of food, I would agree with the story that they talk about. With the slip. You know, with it being called a slip. But what I've been taught by sponsors and my recovery circle – is that a relapse happens way before the actual act, and so yeah. it happens in my mind, and there's things that happen to lead me to that relapse. But slips don't. But well, say I don't know because okay, then w- what are some circumstances? <laughs> this is what the bullet, the heading for this, and we maybe maybe not, we'll use all of this, but it says what are the circumstances someone might slip. Uh, when it comes to their drugs and alcohol i have an example so b- before you do i want to preface all this with this now we do talk about a lot with food and anger and other things but for today i just really i'm talking about drugs and alcohol so yeah. we can keep it right. focused on yeah something. let's
0: keep it focused
1: all right so is not all
0: addiction the same though when you Maybe down I, I don't
1: know that's the reason I, f- I feel like i was talking out of both sides here because the way i feel about drugs and alcohol is a little different the way okay. i feel
0: about food all right so so anyway, I was uh doing pretty good. I had been sober a few months at this time. I was working a construction job and I had not you know, I was going to meetings, doing the whole thing. And I walk into the porta potty and there was a bag of pills sitting on the little ledge there. Somebody was upset. Somebody somebody, yeah. Somebody was upset because I ended up eating them all. But like <laughs> What's crazy about it is I wasn't I wasn't depressed. I wasn't upset. There was no reason for me, like emotionally or mentally, to want to use. But there it was in front of me. And for whatever reason, I had one of those things in my mouth before I, I knew what happened. And so, and then afterwards, I started going back to, I mean, I kept on going to meetings or whatever, and I didn't use... Any after that for a long time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so you're saying that as a slip. I'm saying that was a slip. See, I say that's a relapse. Um, this
1: is some of the things like they're talking about in this um, article. It talks about well, maybe you're you're out with your buddies and you know you convince yourself just just once, you know, drink. No, I just didn't once. even do that. But I mean, that, that's what it said. Or or maybe you're you're going through a stressful situation. Somebody offers you some pills to help calm you down and you take them not knowing their um, – or it didn't say not knowing, but just saying that you've taken some pills to maybe a Xanax to calm you down. Those are relapses to me. Now, the only time I think that uh, that it could be necessarily a slip when someone handed you a pill that you thought was something else.
0: That would just be an accident. That wouldn't even be well, a slip. Well, that's what I would
1: call it. That's That would be classified as a slip for me and probably the only way. I would say a
0: slip. So do so. Like when you say, when you think a slip, are you talking about you keep your original sobriety date? No, to, to me, the, well, I, see, I, I don't think you okay. should.
1: If someone was to give me, all right, for instance, d- to make everything clear here, is let's say that I am hurting real bad, and someone was to say, "Hey, I've got um, um, a Tylenol that that'll work for that." Well. Let's say my mother gives me a Tylenol. I trust my mother. and She gives me the pill, and I take it. I don't look at the bottle. Well, I realize after the fact it was a a tab. Well, that in my case, what I would see is would be an accident, as you called it. I would call that a slip because I've slipped up and taken some stuff that I should not have taken, and I would not change my sobriety date over that. Oh, yeah, not over that. But if I was to go out with friends and have a beer with them because, well, the guys are having beers tonight, and I don't want to be the only one not drinking a beer, you know, it's just going to be one. Then, and that slip, as you call it, no, that's, that that would be I call it a be relapse, and call, my date would start over.
0: I would call it a, a, a slip, but only... If I mean, but I I still think you should reset your sobriety uh, date uh, under in no circumstances except for what the first one, first thing you were talking about, or like surgery where you have to take pain medicine for surgery or whatever, and there was no way around it, or sickness or whatever. You know, you shouldn't change your sobriety date over that. But if you knowingly, you know, drank or used a drug, whether it's a slip or a relapse you should change, you should start your time over again. But like to me, I, I think I think when somebody thinks that they have here's why here's one of the main reasons why I like saying that I do believe there is such thing as a slip. Because a lot of times you know, you have people in recovery, they, they come in and out, they come in and out, and they can't build any kind of significant time, and then they finally do build some sort of significant kind of time where they'll get like six months, and you're like, wow, man, they're really going to make it. And then they they go to a wedding, and I'm thinking of somebody, um, an actual, this is an actual person I'm thinking of that did this, They went to a wedding of a relative and wasn't really maybe fully prepared for the wedding and being around alcohol and everything. And they had a few beers and, you know, they slipped. And then when they got, you know, back home or whatever, they did not go into full-blown relapse mode. They started their time over and they just, you know, kind of continued on. Well, what I told the person was, hey, you you know, you slipped up. You you would climb 200 feet up the ladder and you slipped down a, a, a couple rungs. You know, it, you don't have to throw it all away. You know, that all that time that you had, the six months, it was not for nothing. You still have that time, you know, but you're just starting your sobriety date over. It's not a big deal. Keep on going.
1: I, I get how you rationalize that and justify what you're saying. And, and I, <laughs> I, I don't really necessarily completely disagree with you. But what I do disagree with is the fact that I've had a lot of people Uh, that i've sponsored and they'll go oh i I slipped up and it's almost a way of downplaying the relapse of like oh it wasn't that bad well it was that bad if you went out and used again or if you went out and drank again it was that bad and obviously something is not working right because you can uh, uh, again on one of these facebook groups i I heard the other day that uh, like relapse was almost mandatory no And I don't believe that. You know, when I walked, now I have relapsed a lot of times, but it was almost like you talked about in the beginning. I never lapsed, as you said, the first time. I I never was in recovery. So I don't consider those really relapses because I I never really cared. But when I went in and worked the steps this time, to this day, I have not relapsed. I may relapse tonight. I'm not saying I'm guaranteed today, but... I think that there's safeguards that I put into place, just like the gentleman you was talking about or the woman you were talking about who went to this wedding. If they go to a wedding, then, you know, what I've learned in recovery is I need to take someone with me. I need to take yeah, keys with me to know sure. a way to get out. You know, all the different precautions to keep that from happening. And so, yes, if they had a few months prior to that, it, they don't necessarily throw it away. I mean... God is still using that time and building them to a better person to, to the point I agree with you on, but obviously there was something that they missed, uh, so that they wouldn't slip a relapse. Whatever, whatever word you want to use there.
0: I think you can take it to the extreme in both ways. So, like, um, whenever, oh, I, whenever I relapsed this last time before I went to. Um, the rehab I went to in New Orleans. When I relapsed, I went to the extreme of I'm never going to get sober. This is this whole thing is not for me. I don't have any hope because look at what I've done. I, I The relapse, I used it to just beat myself up and pile on the guilt and shame on myself. And so, you know, being that hard on myself was a negative, and I was... I was, ho- uh, it kind of made me just give up basically, but I think you can go to the extreme the other way by downplaying, you know, like with the whole slip, Oh, I just slipped up. It's okay. You know? Well, I'm not, even though I believe in the term slip, I, I'm not saying that I think that it's okay. You know, like I didn't, I didn't tell that guy, Oh no, you're cool, dude. You know, that you used uh, that you drank or whatever. That's, that's totally fine. That's not what I was saying. What I was mainly saying was, you can't do nothing about that now. You know, you know what you did wrong, get back on, get back on the horse.
1: So being friends with you and knowing you and me, we kind of act a lot alike, is that we're black and white thinkers. Yeah. And so what you're saying, I assume, I'm going to put words in your mouth and so you can say no or yes, but is that when you relapse, it's kind of like one extreme or the other. Like, well, screw it. It's over with now. I'm just going to stay in all that misery. There's no, there's no hope for me. Whereas a slip kind of opens up the gray area to say, well, there's still a chance I can salvage what I've got here and move forward. Yeah. To
0: me, when somebody has a slip, they use or drink. And then you see them right back in the meetings, and they're like, ah, you know, I'm trying. And, and they they start working the steps harder. They start meeting with their sponsor more. Like, I've seen that, you know. And to me, I look at that as a slip. All right. So what do
1: you do if you've slipped in addiction? You know, if, if you've been in recovery, you, you say you've slipped or we'll, we won't even call it a relapse. We'll, yeah. We'll call it your definition of a slip. What should you do? You should tell your
0: sponsor and pick up a new chip. Okay. And then sit down with your sponsor, and if you don't have a sponsor, get a sponsor, and sit down with your sponsor and and kind of debrief um, about what the events that led up to it and, and what you did afterwards and try to learn something from it. And then once you identify the things that you could have learned, like, you know, like the example that we have with the wedding, hey, I should have brought some accountability with me, you know, to that wedding since I knew there was going to be alcohol there. I should have brought somebody with me. And then as soon as you learn what you can learn out of it, then just move on. Yeah, the article,
1: it says the danger of a slip, um, after all, is that it's easy to snowball into a, re- a relapse. Yes. So they do differentiate the two, um, a slip and a relapse. But they say that, you know, that several
0: slips could lead to a relapse, you know, yeah. I guess,
1: in secession or whatever.
0: And I think, too, like premeditation has a big role in, to me, determining whether it's a slip or a relapse. If you've been kind of like waiting and kind of premeditating on using or drinking – So say you're married and you're and you know your wife's going out of town and you start thinking like a week ahead of time. Hey, I'm gonna drink a couple beer, a few beers, and get drunk that weekend that she goes out of town. That's probably a relapse because you've been premeditatively thinking about it, planning on it, you know. But if it's if it's one of those situations like the wedding where you just you didn't prepare enough in advance. And you really went into it thinking that you were not going to drink. And then you were overtaken by temptation when you were there. To me, that's more like a slip. Okay. So I'm going to put you in the hot seat. All right. all right. We were texting about this. So we didn't really
1: get to hear each other's voice and tones and all of those things. And and I'm hearing what you're saying now. And, and I think we're not that far apart. But this was kind of the illustration that came to my head. And sometimes they don't really match well. And this one may not do too well because I did say we'd keep it to drugs, but I'm fixing to break what I said, is that, all right, so let me paint the picture for you. Your wife just went out of town. She didn't, but we'll just say that she just went out of town. I know she listens, so this is the reason you're in the hot seat, because she's going to hear what you would do here. Yeah, okay, we'll say your wife just left out and to go out of town, and you had an affair on her with another woman, and you come back and you tell her, honey, I've had a slip. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How do you think that would go? A big gunshot, probably. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you could use that term in that situation.
1: And see, that's kind of the way I see it with drugs and alcohol. There's no slip. I mean, it's you know, it's you made a gigantic, enormous mistake, and that is considered a
0: relapse. But it's not a mistake that's so bad with drugs and alcohol that if you, if you if you make it through using or drinking after a long period or, you know, decent amount of time, and you make it through it alive, then that mistake is not so bad that you cannot keep going and keep working a recovery program.
1: I agree with that, but uh, that, that that same adulterous affair, if you made it through that, if your wife allowed you to live through that, then you could still continue to work your recovery through it. Uh, to me it's just a slip just downplays it way too much.
0: I don't think I don't think those analogies. They may are, not work the best. I don't think they work
1: too good. Um
0: Cause they're two different things.
1: They are two different things. It's almost like the food thing. I get that, but to that's the way I look at the whole drugs thing. You 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 just can't downplay that enough. Maybe that's just in my own head because if I if I consider one Okay, I I don't know if I can if there is a thing called a slip, then I will say, well, what you were talking about a minute ago, then it's just it's just one time. and like my intentions, which goes back to what the article said, it had to do a lot with intention, is that I will know that's my out. You know, well, oh, it was just a slip. It wasn't that big a deal. And that will be how I justify it to my wife.
0: I mean, I I agree with you on that part. I think the only thing that makes me want to hang on to the idea of a slip is being able to let go of it quickly enough to not let all the guilt and the shame build up to snowball into a relapse.
1: Okay. With that in mind, then, how many slips does it take to get to a relapse? Kind of like the old Tootsie Roll commercial. How many licks does it take?
0: I mean, if you slip and then you slip, Pretty quickly after, I think you're basically in a relapse. Okay, could I just slip monthly then? Then you've never lapsed. We're back to that. Huh. You've never had any, you're not, you were never actually in recovery. Because you and I have both seen people who are just chronic relapsers. And then, like, they just, they try to play both sides of the fence. They try to have recovery, but then they, they're using and drinking regularly. And so I would say that person, and I've been this person. It was never even in. It's never even in recovery. So they were just what, just what we playing sell around, dry drunk, yeah, or? dry drunk or whatever, yeah. Okay. Uh, um, I mean, I think I think a lot of it is just kind of semantics. It too. is. I,
1: I I agree. It's just you know a big play on words of, of how you make it, but I don't. Know, that, that's just one of those things. I'm afraid that if I ever allow myself to be okay with just a a slip in my recovery it it's not going to be well. well i'm not saying you could be okay with it I, I know but if it
0: happens then move on from it
1: because i to your point earlier is if i know if i was to relapse today i say i know but i believe that if i was to relapse today I don't know that I'd ever get back into recovery because my pride would eat me alive. Oh, man, it would be hard. And I would be too ashamed to walk back in the doors of recovery, and so I would stay into the relapse mode and thinking that my life is over. Yep. And so I, to hold on to the hope that you could call it a slip may be what you're, what you're talking
0: about. That may give me enough
1: hope that I could salvage what I've got here, but I don't know, man. I just,
0: That's the only reason I use it yeah. is to just – It's not to downplay that it's not a mistake and you didn't make a mistake, but just to quickly move on from it. And I get that. But, you know, uh, I, I, I also understand that if it's something that's happened, you know, with any kind of frequency, well, then it's definitely it's not a slip at all.
1: And I think You're that's important that we relapse. really drive that home. That yeah. y- You can't slip every week or every month. <laughs> yeah. It can't be a recurring, reoccurring slip that happens quarterly. You know, um, there's bigger problems going on
0: there. Yeah. But, I mean, what do you think about this if you are in the middle of working the steps and you slip? if If you just pretend you agree with the term slip and you slip, do you have to start your steps all the way back over again?
1: I personally believe you do. Yeah. Um, Because I I, I think that, as I've heard it said with step one, that that's the only step you have to take 100%. Right. That you have to believe that you're powerless and your life is unmanageable. Yeah. Well, that kind of goes back to, for me, the whole relapse thing is that if I I slip in any of the sense other than if someone accidentally gave me something I didn't even know I was taking – then I, I believe that I've taken power back. You know, I believe that I could control it for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. There, there comes that, that I've taken it out of God's hands and I'm going to control my destiny again, mm-hmm. if you will. And um that just doesn't work for me. I've proven that wrong way too many times. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you start back at step one. I also believe that your time starts back over if you slip or relapse or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And you talk to your sponsor and you begin to maybe evaluate what led to that. Um, I just have seen any, any of the sponsors I've worked with and I don't claim to have worked with everybody in the world, but I've worked with a lot of people, but, as I've evaluated that, it usually boils down to a handful of things. One, they've quit reading their recovery material, whether it be mm-hmm. their big book or their Bible. They have quit calling their sponsor. They've quit going to meetings. There's a, there's a handful of things that they've quit doing that read, that led to that slip, which I call relapse. Yeah,
0: they, they quit using the tools of recovery mm-hmm. most of the time. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, you're caught off guard. And you have a slip.
1: I haven't seen that. It's just, I've <laughs> not seen that. I've just not, I'm not saying it don't happen. In fact, if you're that person where you say, well, I was caught off guard, um, when this airs, I would love to see somebody comment and give me some for instances yeah, on this.
0: Tell us the story. Yeah,
1: you know, I don't claim to, to have it all together here, but I do know as I read through some of these different Facebook groups and the idea of slip versus relapse, there seems to be a lot of mixed emotion on that and... And ideas on it. And even through me and you, I I don't think we're that far apart on it as we've talked more about it. But I don't believe that. I think it needs to be addressed, bottom line.
0: Yeah. And I mm. mean, I, I I definitely would think I'm in the minority. I would say most people think there's no such thing as a slip. But.
1: Well, even the article here by the professionals say there's a difference. Yeah. But. But. From the guy who's been in recovery, who struggles through it, I don't see a lot of difference. But, yeah. you know, if our listeners do want to go, again, um, th- this article, it was just a Google search. It's through com, And um, you can l- literally Google um, what's the difference between a slip and a, and a relapse. And it's by John Bondman, uh, B-A-U-M-A-N. Sure. And it was posted March 14th of 2018. So it's not that old. I don't think anything's changed in that amount of time. But yeah, those are the things that um, they talk about. And, you know, um, as you can even hear between us, there's some differences in our, our thoughts and opinions on it. But um, there it is there, for you to chew on and talk about. And as I said earlier, leave your comments. We'd yeah. like to hear about them. Yeah.
0: Only if you agree with me.
1: <laughs> all right man well it was fun we got, should find some fun. more
0: things that we disagree on and, and i do like
1: it but you know usually in recovery we're kind of taught the same things and yeah. this is never really taught
0: no it's um, just an opinion type thing really is. i mean it's not what you believe about a slip versus relapse i mean if you're working a good recovery program it's not going to matter to you because you're not going to do either one of them
1: yeah, you know? This is kind of like, for me, one of those things back to when I first got sober. I wanted to know why I became an addict. I, of course, I'm never going to figure that out. You're never
0: going to figure and it out. And I tell
1: my sponsors, don't don't, don't sweat that. Because if you should get caught up in that, then you're going to end up using, trying to yep. figure that out. Yep. And it's kind of like the same thing with this. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Because you know, you're, you're going to start back at day one um, On with whatever one it is. Yeah. And you need to start back working some steps again and doing, doing the deal. So, um, anyways, I I hope that helped you today. I hope that um, gives you something to think about. Uh, But as I said, at the end of the day, just stay focused on your relationship with the Lord and work in some steps. Yep. Amen. All right, man. Well, that's another one in the books. I'm Roger. I'm Jason. We're signing out.
0: Thanks for listening to Soberholic with Roger and Jason. If you like the show and want to know more, check out Soberholicpodcast.com. Please remember to leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next week, Soberholics.